something that's been, I guess, long in the making, and that is uh, a replacement for the retiring Steve Summers, the legendary broadcaster at the fan, who is the last relic and uh, connection to the uh, beginning of WFN as a radio station, all the way through, uh, what is it, 35 years, whatever it is now. And uh, the person that is replacing Steve Summers, I guess it's twofold, is the overnight job, which is going to Sal Akata. But who's the nighttime guy? Who's the guy that gets to do 7 to midnight and come in after me and Evan? Many of you don't know who he is. Uh, so he's an unknown from a radio standpoint, but has been building a very nice career resume working out with John Boy Media. He's a Nets fan and a Yankees fan and a local kid. And his name is Keith McPherson. And he starts his FAN career on vacation in Puerto Rico, which is how all careers <laughs> nice. really should begin. <laughs> nice. Keith, uh, it's Craig and Evan. Congratulations and officially welcome to WFAN. Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you. Congrats on your one year. And uh, I'm out here on my honeymoon. Uh, interesting enough. Nice. Glad to be calling in. Glad to be welcomed in. The, uh, the internet, Yankees Twitter, Nets Twitter, crazy. Such a, a huge response. And uh, I got to say this off the rip. Nobody is replacing Steve Summers. That's, like, not a thing. Like, <laughs> it's not possible. So, For sure. Uh, I'm, I'm more than glad and excited and honored and blessed to be in the role and, you know, get a chance to speak on New York radio about sports and connect with fans and callers, but I'm not replacing anybody. So we have met once before, and I know uh, Evan was with you on a podcast yeah, at some point. you actually met him because I was doing his podcast, Talking Nets, and you jumped in in the middle right. of it. So that's uh, how you truly met him uh, for the first that's what time. I do. What am I going to do? I am who I am. <laughs> no, of course. Uh, well, listen, congratulations. I know it's probably a whirlwind for you the last couple of weeks as you got this deal done. And I credit everybody because this was kept under wraps. Like, this did not leak out. No one uh, had your name on a short list. And I credit you, of course, for that and Spike and Chris Oliveira for that. And I think it's going to be great. I, I welcome you with open arms. I know it's going to be at some you know nights daunting to try to figure out what to do and how to do it. But just know that you got two of friends and me and Evan. And we really do wish you the very best. And however we can support your uh, your career here, you can count on us to be there for you. Yeah, I'm thankful. I'm up for the challenge. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate everyone at WFAN who's already reached out, whether it was a DM or an email or even, you know, texts and calls. Hearing your your uh, voice on the phone, I was eating lunch, and I'm like, this is crazy to hear Carton's voice, not on the radio, but in my ear. Yeah, <laughs> and well, obviously, I'm, I'm very know, popular. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, you know you're very popular. Um, yeah. Go enjoy your honeymoon, kiddo. We'll see you when you come back. And again, congratulations. Thanks, guys. You guys just heard it, but uh, November 22nd, from 7 p.m. to 12 a.m., Keith McPherson follows Evan Roberts and Craig Carden. It's it's just a true honor for Keith. He uh, for sure appreciates that. He works hard. Big fan of the fan. And you're just going to kill a buddy. And, of course, with, like, everything, trolls come out of the woodworks. Listen, if you're trolling him because you think, okay, who's this? He's a no-name. How did he get this? Blah, blah, blah. Listen, how about you wait and just, like, 
anything else, give him a shot. He knows his sports. He knows what he's talking about. And November 22nd, on a Monday, give him two weeks. You don't like what he has to say in two weeks? Okay. Quick rundown. Yankee fan, Net fan, Cowboy fan. That's that's what he's going to talk about most. Probably a little hip-hop here and there. But he knows the sports. And he knows what he's talking about. He did an 11-2 months ago. And I'm sure even then they knew this would all be possible. And of course Salakata is working right after him. 12-2. Been working with the fans since 2018. So now he's finally getting a spot that's all his. Good for him. And... Keith, I truly believe, said it perfectly. A lot of people would have made the mistake, right? Craig Godham said, they finally found the replacement for Steve Summers. And Keith could have fell in. He could have fell for the trap. But he didn't. And he said, no. No one can replace Steve Summers. That is the perfect way to respond to that. Because some people might have said, yeah, and that gets people on the uproar. Steve Summers, legendary voice. Legendary voice of the fan. He's, he was one of the very first people on the fan. So, great job by that. But, look, he knows his stuff. It's going to be interesting to hear. And what a great time saw, too. You would have figured two to six or twelve to two, but seven to twelve, commanding. A lot of people either still coming home from work, or home from work, and that's how they want to spend a couple hours. He's gonna be on during sporting events, so that's gonna be interesting for baseball season. You know, he now won't be at a lot of Yankee night games, but he has. A job that so many of us would love. He's going to be getting paid to talk sports. How cool is that? And Spike Eskin, ever since you took this thing over, I don't know, maybe uh, two and a half months ago, you've been killing it. And this is just another good hire. Think about it. How many places will just hire... Joe Schmo, regular guy, to have his own sports talk show. Not naming names, but ESPN, I think you could do a little better, man. So WFN, Keith, you're doing it for all of us. You're literally representing all of us. And he's also just not a guy getting a break. He's been working for John Boy Media the past year and a half. Does Talking Nets. Does Pinstripe Strong. He knows his sports. This is not some bumpkin from, from the country just getting a first big job in the city. You're going to love it. You're going to like it. And you know what, Twitter? Let this be the I know he don't care about it. 
But let this be the thing that gets him verified. He deserves it. He's going to be on the fan. Twitter, do your thing. Yeah, man, do your thing. And I just want to say, um, as someone who has met Keith McPherson, uh, and I can share this quick story, um, Keith McPherson is one of the most genuine human beings I've ever met. I'm not just saying that because, you know, I met him a few times. I'm not just saying that just because he got the job at at WFAN. But as you know, and I did share this story, obviously, y'all know a year ago, um, I lost my dad, you know, due to the pandemic and COVID. And he was one of the very first people that reached out to me and talked to me. And he didn't he didn't have to do it because he didn't know me for a whole while. We met once. But the man took the time and opportunity to reach out to me and even made a post about me, about commemorating my dad. And honestly, that meant a lot. And it shows the character that he is. So you're getting a guy who gets it. He's a good guy. He worked hard. He deserves it. And I'm really glad that he's doing it. You know, we have a saying back home, say, doing it for the culture. Nah, you're doing it for everybody. And and everyone who looks like Keith McPherson knows that he loves he loves talking sports, man. He loves his Yankees. He loves his Nets. He loves his Cowboys. You know, he he did say that you know if he wasn't a Cowboys fan, he'd be a Jet fan. But he loves he absolutely loves talking sports. He's great to interact with. He's a great guy. He's fantastic. And Keith, you're gonna kill it, man. We here and we've had him on on our show a couple of times. Keith is a great guy, and it couldn't happen to a better person. So, Keith, from here at the Sports Dudes, for myself, for Nick, we just want to say congratulations, brother, and you're going to kill it, and we can't wait to listen. 100% right now, Pistons 73 over Houston 71, their quarter, and Houston just ties it up. Um, you know, not, not too much going on in the sports world right now. I mean... G- GME in California, nothing bumping off yet, other than Scott Boris saying, listen, Cole pitch bad because of the hamstring. And first, I want to say duh. Second, if you can play, you're not hurt. Now, yes, you're still hurt, but he, he, he was good enough to make those starts, or he let his ego make those starts. Bottom line, if you can't go, if you can't pitch how you normally would pitch, go on the disabledest, man. Because no one wants to hear that excuse, oh, the hand. Alright, I want to hear that. It's weak. And Cashman also said, which... Which should be common sense, but thank God he said it. The factor of getting or not getting Carl's Correa. Well, not because of the fans. So, Brian Cashman is basically saying what I've been saying. He does not give a fuck about 2017 scandal. He does not care. He does not care. He is not going to let that be the reason why he don't go for the best shortstop in the free agent shortstop market. Thank God. Because I truly believe if for fans ran teams, they would do some petty shit like that. 
They would say, Carlos, we're not even going to talk to you. He'll say, the representation will say, you're not even going to talk to us. He'll say, go talk to him about 2017. That's what they would do. And they even brought it up on the, on the K-Show today. The Jets are not listening to the fans about starting Mike White for the rest of the season. When Zach Wilson returns, he will be the starting quarterback. Even, I truly believe, Mike White, he could throw for 500 yards, drop six touchdowns against the Bills, win by 40. When Zach Wilson is ready to play, you're going to play. All Mike White winning does is make Zach Wilson short. He comes back 100%. Other than that, you do not waste a second pick of the draft on a guy to get Wally picked. You just don't do that. And people always want to use Tom Brady when, when it's a guy that gets picked after the fourth round. Man... I understand, but this ain't that situation. Kay even mentioned today, Mike White was released by 11, to- team, 11 times by the Jets. Picked up, released, picked up, released, picked up, released. His original team that drafted him, dropped him. So, this this guy is, it's a needle in the hazy. You found a little something from the game. Let's, let's people... Let let the people relax a little bit, man, all right? And football, I mean, look, and Rodgers, the fine is ridiculous. It is. It is what it is. Many people want to be disrespectful to Lamar Jackson, and I was always one of those. And I'll say this, listen. He a talented QB. Is he or will he be the MVP of the National Football League? Probably not. If I had to bet who's going to be the MVP of the National Football League, (coughs) Brady, then after Tom Brady, almost three or four other quarterbacks, then maybe Lamar Jackson. And I know he's won one. I understand that. And yet, if you combine the yardage, he has more than Brady. Alright, but you know what? You don't do that. There's passing yards and there's rushing yards for a reason. And some might and some may say you take away Lamar, the Ravens have no chance. You take away Brady, they still may have a chance. And maybe that's still true. But if you put Lamar Jackson and you take him on Vikings, they're not winning, they're not going to title games, they're not going to the Super Bowls, he's not this amazing of a quarterback to where he can be the sole reason why they win, he's good, but guess what, because he has so many rushing yards, one day homie's gonna get himself killed, man, alright, so... And it's not hating towards him, but as corny as it is, listen, Brady's 44 years old. But the season he's having right now, 
even if he was 30 or in his 20s, he'd be front running for the MVP. But the fact that he's doing this at 44, I'm sorry, maybe that's unfair. Maybe that's ageist, I don't know. But all more the reason why it's more impressive. He shouldn't be doing this at 44 years. One, he shouldn't even play. He should have been retired four years ago. Right? But at 44 years old, what's the true expectation for a 40-year-old quarterback, James? What, a thousand yards at this point? Two, you know, you know, six, six, seven touchdowns, maybe ten to eleven picks. Maybe his team has two to three wins. But the fact that they don't have that, and the fact that he has over 2,000 yards and over 20 touchdowns and over five wins, people got to understand that's impressive. And that's why, unless he gets hurt, or unless he falters, he's the MVP. Joe Montana's best season, he threw for 26 touchdowns, and he threw for 3,000 yards. And that was what he was with the Kansas City Chiefs. And they got him to the AFC Championship game. That's for the best season for someone for that age. And Tom Brady's already surpassing him. Brady, right now to me, is the front runner for MVP. Um, if you want to make um, for Matthew Stafford, then you can make an argument for Matthew Stafford because, you know, the Rams are good. You can also make an argument for Kyler Murray because his team still has only one loss. So I like Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson is fantastic. He's one of the better athletes. He's he's more of a great value Michael Vick. And I know, and before people get offended, he's a better thrower than Michael Vick. Um, in my opinion, he was he's more accurate than Michael Vick was. But I just think that uh, if you look at the quarterbacks who've been playing really well, you have to go with, with Tom Brady. And it's more impressive in his age, the fact that at 44 years old, he still looks like he can play another two to three years. And it's just so damn impressive how Brady's able to take care of his body and still throw for the, touch, for the yards and touchdowns he's throwing. So it's just a testament of how good Tom Brady is. People got to get over the Aaron Rodgers stuff. He lied. He got it. He got it over with blah, blah, blah. We move on. Um, but I truly think that Brady is the front runner for the MVP. Um, I think Lamar Jackson, if I had to make a vote, he's probably fourth on my list. And I truly think though, it's not a bad thing. And yes, the, I, I truly think if the Ravens didn't have Lamar, the Ravens wouldn't be, wouldn't be as good, but it just goes to show that, you know, Brady is just, Brady's just on another level. And then to do that at his age is way more impressive because Lamar has years left. Brady could be done in like two to three years. Am I wrong, Nick? No. So, and I'm saying this objectively. As much as I love to poke fun at Brady fans, as objectively as I can, um, Brady's winning the MVP. Now, there's another curse that Brady, to me, would be even, would just add on to the list of already accomplishments. The past people that have won the MVPs has either not gone to the Super Bowl or they've lost the Super Bowl. I know it was doesn't don't matter to Brady because Brady already got a lot of accolades, but to win an MVP and then win a Super Bowl would it would just would just be adding more to already Blemish's career, in my personal opinion, because it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Just like the just like the just like the Manning um the Manning interview curse that's been going on. So it's a real thing. 
It's a real thing. Yeah, and also more importantly, back on Keith for a second. Congratulations also as he's finally celebrating his honeymoon with with his wonderful wife Nicole, who is a Patriots fan. She's a diehard Patriots fan. So that, Met her. So, so that's hard. why she's so great. So he saw a winner, obviously. <laughs> but but So his cowboys his cowboys couldn't give him more because Cowboys couldn't win for him, so he had to marry someone who's seen winning. That's how it works. You're goddamn right. That's exactly how it. And and he he took the call. He's in Puerto Rico, and he was on with Evan and Carden, and that's and that's what you hear first on this recording tonight. Um, three minute clip. It's also on Twitter. You go on the WFAN Twitter, and it, it it will be played. But it's just. It truly is so awesome to see people that work hard because a lot of nepotism in this world. So for me, when someone's son, nephew, uncle, sister, daughter gets a job like this, no big deal. But for someone like Keith, who busts his ass, went to college, got the degree, and been working with videos and highlights and getting with John Boy Media and doing all the stuff he's did working working with MTV. You know, it's it's just cool and it's nice to see dreams come true. So November twenty second, seven PM through twelve AM listen to the fan and you're gonna like it. You're going to come with a lot of knowledge. and Or be that guy to call it and say, you suck. And, and he'll just riff at you, joke around, keep on going. Or be that guy to say, hey, Keith, this is Joe from Jersey. I got to be honest, buddy. When, when I first heard this news, I booed it. I said the fan sucks. I wasn't gonna listen. But after hearing you talk sports, you know your stuff and and I gotta be honest, I was wrong. And keep probably say, Thank you for giving me a chance. I'm glad some something like that. But that's what you gotta do. You gotta be open minded, man. You can't hate something just to truly hate it. I'm, I mean, I suppose you can go that way, but it makes you small-minded. You gotta be open. And I'm not just saying any of this just as a snowblow or, or a puff piece. Yes, yes, Keith is a friend, but I'd say this. Even if I hated the guy, even if I didn't like him, even if I thought he was scum, you can hate people but still admit they know what they're talking about, right? So, if you hate Keith, just like, I don't know, Gary Sanchez RBI count, <laughs> right? He's he's one of the clowns that are just booing WFN for the hire. There's no one else that's who you hired, really? Okay, yeah, go clown. Um, But listen, give it a chance. Listen. You're going to like him or you're not going to like him. 
But if you're in the middle where you can swing I like it or swing I don't, give it a listen. Give it, if, if, if you don't want to give it two weeks, fine. Get, give it at least the first week. Where, or, or two shows, ten hours, is most likely going to be enough. And listen, it's, it's going to be, he will venture out to the other, to the other New York sports, I'm sure. But, for the most part, it's going to be a lot of Yankees, Nets, and NFL. It is. He'll talk other basketball teams. He'll talk other baseball offseason, I'm sure. You know, he'll talk a little hip-hop. He'll he'll talk Jets. He'll talk Giants. He may even talk a little hockey. Probably not that much, but oh well. <laughs> no one cares about hockey anyway, right? So, but listen, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be light. And hey, give it a chance. Listen, Mike, it's Keith's show. Either he, he directs it. He's the guy that talks what he wants to talk. And whatever Keith is feeling, I think that we shall give it a chance. Keith is fantastic at what he does. He's great. And the fact of the matter is that he got this opportunity that he earned, not because, not because some yo-yo gave it to him. He earned it. He put the grind in. That's what's more important. So, he go kill it. And let's all be respectful in the comments. Let's not all be clowns. And Keith, we're rooting for you. Let's go kill it on the fan, brother. Well said.